Hi everyone, it is Julia G. It is currently Wednesday, October 13th. It's 2.32 p.m. I'm at home chilling in my office. But today I'm here with Abby Merritt and Chris Kaminishi. We are going to be talking about the recent Virginia fieldwork trip. Um, Abby, you want to introduce yourself to our listeners? Hi everyone, my name is Abby. I am one of Team Virginia's leads. Um, I have been volunteering with Common Power for a little over a year, almost a year and a half now, but um, I was a team lead in the general election and then I also went through Action Academy. And hi everyone, I'm Chris Kamanishi and together with Abby and another team lead, Eve Smith, uh, we are Team Virginia. And I just joined the organization in August and got put on this team and already been on one trip. So I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, thank you guys so much for agreeing to this podcast. You guys rock. Um, so tell me a little bit about the process of preparing for this Virginia fieldwork trip. What was that like? Um, so our... Preparation for the trip really was a learning experience for both of us. Um, I also had never been on a trip before um, with Common Power since I joined right before the pandemic. So um, I never got to go to any of the states that I was um, doing field work in. But um, a lot of it was kind of trying to get the lay of the land on what we would actually be doing when we were in Virginia. So what would our days be? day-to-day um, schedule look like. Um, also, we wanted to kind of get to know our volunteers a little bit better. So we had quite a few meetings prior to leaving um, to, you know, relay information about the hotel and rental cars and stuff, but also to um, get to know each other a little bit better. Yeah, I completely agree with that. It was a whirlwind. It was pretty quick. And so um, we we got considerable help from the staff, which I am so thankful for. We're both thankful for um, David, Charles, and Hiba, especially. Was they were just so helpful in putting together a lot of the structure and um, the nuts and bolts of it. And then it was a lot of on the ground and on the job learning. That's great. So, so how many volunteers um, are on Team Virginia first, and then second, how many volunteers came on this first Virginia field work? Um, we have on our mobilized page, we have actually over ninety volunteers on our team page, which is pretty amazing. So, lots of Common Power volunteers are really excited and. Um, willing to do work for this upcoming election in Virginia, which is amazing. Um, we had, ooh, hard to say, we had about 20 people on our trip, but um, how many specifically were volunteers? Probably, you know, 15, would you say? Yeah, I mean, it was a good number of volunteers, and we had um, lots of Common Power staff joining us, which just you know, the more the merrier. And it was a lot of fun being all there together. Yeah. So so what was it like that first day of like meeting everybody in person? Because I know we've done a lot of our meetings and mobilize all online. So what was that like, like seeing each other in person? 
I think that the exciting thing for me was, yeah, we did see a lot of people on Zoom several times before, but um, we were commenting on how so we thought some people were very tall and they actually weren't. <laughs> we saw some people, and I'm actually pretty small and pretty short and actually on Zoom project to be taller. <laughs> so, so I like that about Zoom. But um, yeah, it was it was really great. Hold on one minute, listeners. Sorry about that. Um, it seems I may have lost my internet. Give me one moment while I try to connect back into that meeting. Thank you for your patience. I realized how I didn't recognize her at first. And she's like, Abby. And I'm like, Maria, is that you? And it's just kind of funny. But, Wait, so I yeah. like, I lost connection for a sec, but I'm muted right now. Could you guys start back at like, um, Chris, you said you're much small in person, so I'm going to go ahead and unmute. If you could just continue from there. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm actually um, pretty small and short, and on Zoom, I can project to be much taller, and that's one thing I do like about Zoom, because we're all kind of the same size and in our squares, and so I think some people were surprised that that I'm shorter in person. And some of our um, one volunteer, I thought that she was in her 20s, and when I met her, she was talking about her children who are in their 20s. So that <laughs> obviously that math didn't work out, but it was great to, to see people, get to, get to know them on Zoom and then to be able to connect with them in person. And when you're traveling and working and eating and socializing together over five days, you really create a bond. Yeah, Abby, how was it for you, like meeting everybody in person? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um especially since I had been volunteering with some people since, you know, well before the general election. So I don't know, last, August 2020, maybe when we started doing work in some of the states. And so finally seeing them in person um, in the airport was pretty exciting. And um, I don't know, it's kind of a weird concept um, just because, you know, when else would that have happened? You know, you meet someone online and on Zoom. So, um, yeah, that was pretty fun. Yeah, I, I, Chris, I totally feel you on like the height thing because I'm a lot smaller in person as well. I think Chris, you and I are like, we're about the same height, like five one, right? And, and I remember meeting like Wally in person for the first time and Wally was like, whoa, I thought you were way taller. <laughs> but I was like, I guess I just project big person energy. And then also on Zoom, like, yeah, totally. Everybody's just the same size. Um, and Abby, I, I remember like one thing when I first saw you, I was like, oh my gosh, she's tall. <laughs> like, Abby, you're tall. I was like, whoa. So it was really cool for me too to like see everybody in person there in Virginia. Yeah. And then so... So let's talk about COVID. So how was that like preparing for a trip during COVID and kind of making sure those protocols are being followed? And then on the ground, how did it feel like in terms of safety? So um, I kind of, first of all, again, um, hats off to the staff um, and the leadership who put together very specific easy to follow, comprehensive um, COVID guidelines. And in this past year and a half, I have been very careful in my personal life 
um, to, to stay healthy and to keep those around me healthy. And the protocols that CP put together were really be above and beyond that. So I was really impressed. And so um, everyone really chipped in and they were very, very cooperative and, and um, uh, willing to go through the daily health checks and get their temperature checked and do all the testing before, during and after and wear the masks and all that. So it was a very, I, you know, a group that's very respectful and understanding of, of sort of the risk reward of doing this. And, and what I've heard is that we, we went through the first two groups of, of folks that it was more than 40 people, right? The learning tour and field work with zero COVID cases. So that's, that's awesome. Abby, what did you think? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was, it was um, um, something that we kind of had to understand different people's levels of ability. Um, so uh, everyone, you know, during the pandemic, some people are more comfortable with some things, um, you know, as the next person might not be comfortable doing something at all. So I think that was something that we had to think about going in was what are people going to be comfortable with and how are we going to navigate that? So, um, you know, for dinners, for example, was that something like, were we going to be able to go out to dinner? Were people going to be comfortable doing that? Um, if we order food, would people be okay sitting in the lobby or were they going to want to go up to their rooms by themselves? So um, that was, you know, just something that we kind of had to work around, but in the end, we kind of realized that people are going to do what they are comfortable with. And we just kind of have to be okay with people doing different things and being comfortable with, um, you know, maybe taking a little bit more of a risk. Um, because doing anything now is a risk. And so how much risk are you going to take and what is worth the risk? Um, and I think all of us on the trip, um, obviously being safe. I mean, we wore our masks the whole time, but, you know, being out of the house is a risk. So, um, yeah, I just think that was something that we kind of had to deal with was just different people's level of comfortability. Yeah. Yeah. Something that I noticed, um, on the field work trip, I really appreciated like the amount of flexibility you guys had with like dinner. You guys were like, oh, well, if some of us are comfortable, we can order tacos together and like eat in the lobby. Or some days you were like, if you guys want to go off to your own restaurant, um, go ahead. I, I think that was a really good way of meeting everybody's comfort level. Um, Cause some people, yeah, you're right. Like aren't comfortable meeting, eating in groups, you know? Um, so yeah, that's really great. And, and, I think something interesting that we did was like the morning health checks. If you guys want to explain what that was like for our podcast, for our podcast listeners who weren't there, um, what that process was like. Yeah. So um, we had a 8.30 a.m. check in um, with before breakfast and everyone came to our conference room. I did a contactless um, temperature check on every person. And then we had a list of, COVID symptoms and we just kind of reviewed those individually with folks to see if they had any new symptoms for the day and then we had a spreadsheet and we just checked every person's name off and um, and again everyone was being very cooperative with that um, and I realized after the trip that in addition to keeping everyone safe and healthy it was a great way for me as one of the team leads to check in with each person individually and find out you know 
how was their evening, how was their night, what they're looking forward to this day. And, and, um, then we, after, of course, before we went on the trip, everyone needed to have a negative PCR test prior to getting on the plane. And then, uh, 40, 48 hours within, uh, with, into the, the trip, we had to take an at home test, or more of an at room test, right? In your room test and that, um, CP leadership had passed out these tests for us. And then an, another test 48 hours, um, after the first test in your room. And everyone was um, texting me their negative responses, results. And then coming back, we actually had another PCR test uh, upon returning home and everyone was negative. So, and we, and when we were meeting in the big spaces, we had a HIPAA filter, a pretty large one that was sort of clearing out the air and, and that kind of thing. And again, as Abby said, wearing masks and things like that. So I thought it was, it was safe. And another thing along with the COVID times, traveling that kind of puts an extra wrinkle on it is it's not just our group but some of the services we're using such as restaurants and rental car agencies and things they're not really fully staffed so we really had to allow for a lot more time and not you know show up as a big group anywhere and and expect you know we needed to allow for a lot of time and, and patience for that. Yeah, absolutely. That, those are some really good points. I definitely noticed, um, even on the Virginia education tour, because COVID has impacted so many restaurants and services, you have to have more grace and patience that, you know, people are understaffed and just trying to be as safe as they can. So that's really great. I love hearing about all those protocols. I mean, I went through some of those protocols too, and let's just say they were very smooth and easy and effective. And I know when I came back, I came back early, I still tested negative for COVID as well. So that was all great and fun. So about the door knocking, how was that for you guys? Have you guys been door knocking before? That was actually my first time door knocking. Um, and I had a lot of fun. I definitely was nervous at the very beginning, but I was with my partner, Elizabeth Mitchell, and we just did it together the first um half of the day I mostly was listening to her on what she was saying just so I could get my comfortability up but um by the end of that day I was going up to the doors on my own and um you know having more confidence I think um but yeah I really enjoy talking to people um uh, I encountered a lot of friendly people there were some people out there that um, definitely just wanted to waste my time, um, but I, I encounter those in phone banking also, and I always kind of like to continue the conversation way longer than I probably should, but um, I don't know. I just think that it was a great first experience of canvassing and being able to do it with a partner and then... Um, the next day we joined another team of two, so we got to do it all together. And I just, it was really enjoyable and got to know our partner better and um, kind of just enjoy the day while also, um, you know, canvassing for these awesome candidates. Yeah, I would agree. It was my first time as well. And I wasn't really quite sure what was going to happen, you know, at, at standing in front of someone's front door. But as Abby said, they were all very kind and polite and thankful. I mean, a lot of people said, thank you for doing this. Um, and I also enjoyed working with my partner and I enjoyed when we put, you know, 
teams and pods together. And there was one day where we sort of swarmed the neighborhood and everywhere that you saw orange t-shirts with RCP folks. And, and it really gave me energy and motivation to keep going because I will admit that, that there were times where I was tired and it was pretty hot a couple of days. <laughs> and so to see my teammates out there just really gave me a burst of energy and, and you don't, want to stop when you see your teammates out there and you feel such solidarity with them. Yeah, it was actually my first time um, door knocking as well. So all three of us is our first time. I was with Charles, Hibba and Ben and I'll admit, Abby, I felt the same way. I was scared and Chris, I was like, I don't know what's going to happen walking up to this person's doorstep. But like either if they don't want to talk to you, they either don't open the door or if, if they don't want to vote for like a certain candidate, they'll just say, yeah, I'll probably not vote for them. And then that's it. Like it's, it, it was not that bad. And I think doing it with partners is better because if someone was mean at the door, you'd be like, wow, that person sucked. And your partner would be like, yeah, they did. <laughs> and then move on, you know? So I really like and appreciate uh, the way that CP does field work, doing it in partnerships because I can't imagine doing it by myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyways, do you guys have any last minute memorable stories or thoughts you want to share from the fieldwork before we wrap up? I um, thought it was really exciting that we got to meet the speaker of um, Virginia's House of Delegates. I think that was awesome. Eileen Fillerhorn was very well spoken and um, really inspirational. Um, despite having this um, kind of a scare that week, she still um, came and joined, or talked to us. And um, I don't know, it just was really inspiring to go back out there. And like Chris was saying, you know, it got hard at some points, you know, you're on your feet all day and it was tiring, but just thinking about what's at stake just kind of kept, kept us going and um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I, um, I was so impressed with our partner organization, New Virginia Majority, and the fact that our contact person from there stayed with us at the hotel for the whole time that we were there. And she did the daily trainings and she was on call for any questions or anything that we needed. And it really showed me the, the level of mutual respect and trust building that had happened, um, between CP leadership and New Virginia Majority for years prior to, to us going this time. Um, so we definitely stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. Trip, as, as we mentioned earlier, Abby and I are new at this, and I think they sensed that they, you know, everyone just jumped in and was super flexible, very supportive, offered so much grace, and and people were just picking out the garbage and bringing ice and whatever needed to be done. They were just doing it, and even before I could even think of of asking someone it was already done. So I so appreciate that. And everyone that's been so appreciative and thankful, uh, grateful to us. And I'm grateful to them because we all made it happen together. Thank you guys so much. And and that partner you mentioned, her name's Meredith from New Virginia, New Virginia Majority. And she was very kind. I love her so much. Um, a really great partner to Common Power. So we're going to wrap it up here because I know you guys have a meeting to get to. But thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we'll be signing off now.